You are listening to the Fancy Free Podcast, where my guests and I tell our most embarrassing, funny stories so that we all feel less alone in our imperfections and forge connection through vulnerability and humor. I'm Joanne Jarrett, and I'm your host. And today I have with me Jen Mann. Jen is the author of a book I know you've heard about, the New York Times bestseller, People I Want to Punch in the Throat, Competitive Crafters, Drop-Off Despots, and Other Suburban Scourges, which was a finalist for a Goodreads Reader Choice Award. Jen is best known for her wildly popular and hysterical blog, People I Want to Punch in the Throat. She's been described by many as Irma Bombeck with (laughs) F-bombs. Jen is known for her hilarious rants and funny observations on everything from parenting to gift giving to celebrity behavior to politics to elves on shelves. She does not suffer fools lightly. She's also the mastermind behind the New York Times bestselling I Just Want to Pee Alone series. Jen's latest book is called Midlife Bites. Jen is a married mother of two whom she calls Gomer and Adolfa in her writings. She swears their real names are actually worse. (laughs) Jen, thank you so much for being with me today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Absolutely. What did I miss? Fill in the blanks about who you are and what you do. Um, Let's see. Who am I? Well, I'm going to be turning 50 this year, which seems, I don't know, isn't like a grandma age or something? But I still feel 25. Well, I used to think so. Now I feel like 50 is fabulous. It has to be because I'm a year away or less than that. Right? That's it. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sort of like, oh, well, 50 is not so old. What was I thinking? Heck no. I'm starting to hear about people in their 70s having health problems. And I'm like, but they're so young. (laughs) (laughs) She died at 85. Oh, what took her so early? Yeah, I was struggling with the midlife thing. And I think I'm getting a handle on it now, finally. But it did take me a little while. I had to write the book Midlife Bites so that way I could sort of work through it and try Mm -hmm. to find other people who are maybe feeling the same way I'm feeling. You know, you say, who am I? And it's like, God, I don't know. I have so many things, but yet I also have nothing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have a lot of roles that you play in life, but if you could just define yourself apart from your roles, what would it be? Yeah. it's, It's a hard question. Yeah. So whereabouts in the country do you live? I live in Kansas City. So I'm right smack in the middle. I mean, I've lived a lot of places and this isn't the worst. It's fine. I feel like it's a little secret. We don't have a lot of traffic and we have a lot of stuff to do. So I like that. I like that I can, you know, when I go visit my friends on the coast and stuff and they have to plan like a whole day just to get to Target. And I'm like, oh. Lord have mercy. I know. Yeah. So I I appreciate that. And and we have, if you like sports, we have a lot of sports stuff and people really Mm -hmm. seem to like that. That's not really my my jam, but, you know, they like it. other people busy. Yeah. Right. There's lots of parties, so I enjoy that. (laughs) That's kind of the good part of it. All right. Well, how old are Gomer and Adolfa now? Now they are 17 and 15. They're high school students. So what I write about has changed a lot. I think that's why I had to finally like write about myself because for the longest time, they gave me a lot of my material. And it was fun when they were little and cute, but now they're just, you know, obnoxious and they just communicate with me through Venmo requests and TikToks. And so it's not as cute anymore. Yep. I hear you. Let's get to know you a little better with your rapid fire questions. What was your first live concert? My first concert in like a legit stadium or whatever was REM, like back in the 80s. Nice. But before that, I grew up in New Jersey and they used to do these things where they would like bring like aspiring pop stars to the mall. Oh. So I've seen like Tiffany and like Debbie Gibson. And I remember the first one I saw was Wham! was George Michael. Wow. 
you saw a lot of big names. And we were all like super excited about George Michael. We all just thought he was so beautiful. And I think I was like 12, you know, that's like a very vivid memory, but I don't know if that counts as a concert because they really sang like two songs in the middle of like, you know, the mall. And then they- I love that. And then the the promoters were like, hey girls, you know, you want to buy a t-shirt or a poster? (laughs) Uh (laughs) We're we're here to make money, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's cool. Well, I like that because, you know, those are like little sneak peeks. Okay. If you could have any celebrity be your best friend, who would you pick? Tina Fey. And I can yes. never make that my bank question because I think everybody knows that's my answer. It has been <laughs> that's Tina Fey. something private about yeah. that. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. There's no secret. Like my mother's <laughs> maiden name. I don't know. But my favorite celebrity crush, Tina Fey. Like I've pretty much been stalking her for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to get her to go out for hoagies with me, but we haven't connected yet. Dang her. I heard an interview with her recently. She was talking about how she had to lose some weight at some point real early in her career. And she's like, well, I don't know. I, I just did Weight Watchers or whatever. And the, the interviewer was like, God, isn't that hard? And she's like, uh, you can put Cool Whip on bananas, people. <laughs> and I literally <laughs> bought some sugar-free Cool Whip and I put it on bananas. I've been doing that for a couple of years now. It's delicious. <laughs> See? <laughs> Thank you, Tina Fey. She is a genius in every realm of her world, so good for her. I know. Yeah. (laughs) What's your superpower? I think my superpower is being weird. Like, I have a very odd sense of humor. I'm just kind of – I'm really kind of weird in person, and I'm kind of awkward. But I think that that's kind of what makes me – like, I'm not afraid to say stuff because I'm not – because I am a weirdo, and I'm used to having people kind of look at me like, what? Did you just you say that out loud? You don't have to blend. You've never tried to blend. You don't need to blend. You're not – yeah. I love it. I've just learned to embrace it. If you had to endorse a brand, what would it be and why? I love this question. Hardly anybody picks it. Thank you for picking it. God, there's so many. Where should I start? Um, well, <laughs> I would endorse probably Restoration Hardware so that they could like redo my whole house. <laughs> Um, I would endorse poise pads because um, <laughs> at this age, we need them. And, yeah. you know, it's like and actually a few years ago, I know some people reached out to them and they were like, hey, you know, you should hire like, you know, a bunch of funny influencers because when you laugh, you pee your pants. And they were like, that's not funny. But I'm telling you, poise oh, pads hello. are on a huge opportunity. Stupid. Yeah, that Stupid. is their loss. And then um, I think also, I, I mean, man, I could sell the heck out of bras. I feel like there's <laughs> there's a real need for someone to like – talk about like the 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 well-endowed ladies and what we need. So, yeah, I would I would love to work with a with a bra person too and kind of get that together. But no, there's so many brands like a few years ago I would I reached out to to Honda and I was like you you guys should sponsor me and send me a minivan and they did. So, you know, it's like, <laughs> wow. That's awesome. <laughs> you just never know. Okay, well, as you know, the point of this podcast is to share your not-so-fancy moments so that not only do the listeners feel less alone and get a laugh, but they see how sharing these stories bonds people. So what do you have for us today? So many, many years ago, I moved to New York City back in the late 90s, I guess. I met a guy on the internet on AOL in the Star Wars chat room, and I moved to New York to date him. AOL, Star Wars chat room? I love it. (laughs) Told you I was weird. We can't make this stuff up. I love it so, so much. Okay, sorry. And sorry I interrupted so, no, you. that's fine. So I was I like, moved- wait, what? <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> okay. So I moved to New York and it did work out. We got married. But before that, before I knew we were going to get married, though, like I had to find a job because I was trying to find a job and they wouldn't hire me if I didn't live there. So I moved there without a job. Mm-hmm. So I was mm-hmm. interviewing for all these jobs. 
And so I got sent out on a job and I was told that I was going to meet the chairman of this media company and that he was going to interview me and that my job would be a very unique job, whereas I would just do whatever he wanted me to do. Like I'd write a memo, I might pick up his dog poop, I might drive his car somewhere, you know, whatever it was. And so I Googled him and he was really young. He was really, he was only like maybe like 10 years older than me and (laughs) he was really cute, I thought. And he Uh was like surrounded by a bunch of like models on yachts and stuff. And in my mind, I thought that he was going to fall in love with me, though, that I was the one he'd been waiting for, that I was the doughy Midwestern girl, the funny girl. And he'd be like, oh, I've been wasting all this time on models, like silly me, (laughs) you're the one. (laughs) And so I told my Star Wars boyfriend, I was like, listen, the billionaire is going to fall in love with me. This has been really fun. I really enjoyed our time (laughs) together, but I'm off to meet my billionaire. And the Star Wars boyfriend was like, that's cool. Like if that really happens, like I'd be happy to come to your wedding. He's like, no problem. I'll be your mistress, your mister, whatever you call it. (laughs) So I went off to this interview and I was meeting with representatives from HR and I was nailing all the questions, you know, what do you like to do for fun? And I was like, I like to collate. Uh What's your greatest weakness? And I'm like, I work too hard. I can't leave Uh work at work. I have to bring it home with me. (laughs) Yeah, right. You know, I wish I could stop, but I can't. And so (laughs) I'm doing really well. So then they're like, okay, well, you know, he wants to meet you just to make sure you're not crazy. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm not crazy. Like send in my husband, (laughs) send him in. And so this man came in. And, you know, he looked really good on a yacht, but he looked even better in a boardroom. Oh, my. And, like, I don't read a lot of erotica, but I could write, like, a lot about this person. <laughs> and I was just sort of like, oh. That moment inspired a whole new book, huh? 100%. Like, this is all before, like, Fifty Shades of Grey. But, like, when I read Fifty Shades of Grey, I imagine him, right? And uh-huh. so I'm sort of like, I was like, you smell so good. And he's like, what? I'm like, what? Nothing. Nothing. So... <laughs> He's asking me, he's like, what do you like to do on your weekends? And I'm like, whatever you like to do. Like, I mean, I just was like, he's like, well, I like to rollerblade. I'm like, I love rollerblading. I don't know how to rollerblade. And so (laughs) then he's like, yeah, she seems fine. Because like, I mean, really, I'm just going to pick up his dog poop. Like, he really doesn't care. He's like, yeah, she's, yeah, she's great. Whatever. Yeah. He's like, hire her. I got to go. I got a jet, literally. (laughs) So he's ready to go. And then the woman from HR was like, oh, we didn't ask her the question. And she's like, we've asked everybody else the question. We need to ask her the question. And he was like, oh, the question is so stupid. He's like, I don't even get it. Like, why are we asking this question? He's like, she's fine. And the HR woman's like, no, no, we have to ask her. We've asked everybody else. It's only fair. And I'm like, ask me the question. And so he's like, fine. He's like, look, Jen, there's no wrong answer. Just whatever comes in your head is right. Just say the first thing that pops in your head. I was like, okay. And so he's like, if you could be an animal, what animal would you be and why? what? And I'm like, this is hard. And so this is all in my head. I'm thinking like, like a dog because I'm loyal, like a bee because like I work hard, like I can work with the hive, like an ant because I'm strong. Like what am I supposed to say? And I'm thinking, no, my future husband said I can say whatever pops in my head. There's no wrong answer. (laughs) And so the first thing that popped in my head was koala bear. And so I said, I'm a koala bear. And they all looked at me and they were like, huh. (laughs) Like... (laughs) Hmm. I could tell that nobody has said that answer yet. And so he was like, why a koala bear? And I said, because I'm little and cute, but I'm feisty. And then I growled (laughs) at him. And then I did like shooter fingers at him. And I was escorted out of the building. No! <laughs> oh, yeah. I did not, did not get that job. <laughs> you blew your interview. I can't believe it. Well, they're lost. 
<laughs> your husband rejected you because you're a koala bear. What is wrong with that man? <laughs> <laughs> Truly, he was not meant for me, I guess. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was just thinking I would have been like, I want to be a cat because when I was in medical school, I used to be so jealous of my cat because when I left for school, she's still curled up on the bed. The end. (laughs) The end. It's funny because I've told that story when I was traveling to promote my book, Working With People I Want to Punch in the Throat. That was like Uh the story that I would tell because it's in the book. And I actually spoke to a whole room full of HR people. Like I was like at an HR conference. And so I was like, you guys tell me like what I still to this day don't know what the right answer is. Like what was I supposed to say? (laughs) I guess there was a wrong answer, but what's the right answer? Right. And so many of them were just like, that is such a bizarro question. And I was like, I know, but I clearly bombed it. So what can I say in the future? And (laughs) they did think that like, probably bee or ant, you know, something that works with like the colony with the people, you know, with the community, something like that would probably be good. But I was like, but so probably not lazy cat, which would have been my second <laughs> right, choice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you can't say that at a job interview. But You know, I want to be a cat because I like warm pets and I want to curl oh up next God. to you. Like, I mean, I I'll purr. <laughs> you can make me purr so easy. <laughs> 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 exactly. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and I purr at it. I love yeah. it. Oh. Cat noise. <laughs> so, <laughs> so have you kept up with this yacht man? Did he betray you by marrying another? You know what? I have no idea where it is because I can't even remember his name. Mm-hmm. You were over it. You were like, Meh. I'm sure he's still on a yacht. And I bet my guess is he's a Peter Pan. He's probably still with a bunch of models and doing his thing. Probably. I'm sure. Another story I have is many, many years ago, my daughter, she's now 15, but she was in preschool and she was invited to a birthday party with like her whole class or whatever. And I had just started writing my blog, People I Want to Punch in the Throat. And I went viral with a blog post about the elf on the shelf. I got a million reads on this blog post in 24 hours. And so people were really talking about it. I remember it. But I was anonymous. I didn't want people to know it was me. I was really nervous and shy and I don't know, just some weird stuff had happened. So I wanted to be anonymous and I didn't want people to know it was me. And so we go to this birthday party and the kids are off playing. And, you know, it's one of those where you have to like stay and watch the kids. So all the moms are there talking. And I'm not really one to like join the moms and and talk very much. I'm just waiting for the cake. Yes, exactly. I'm just kind of off by myself. And even though I wanted to be anonymous, I still have like this really big ego though. (laughs) Because like I hear them talking and I hear them say, people I want to punch in the face. And I was like, what? And so I move a little bit closer. And so this mom was like, yeah. She's like, it's hilarious. You know, you should read it. You guys, it's about the elf on the shelf and it's so funny. So they're all got their phones out and they're like, what's it called? And she's like, people I want to punch in the face. And they're Googling and like nothing's coming up. And they're like, hmm, I'm not finding it. And I'm like, oh, that's five more readers I could have, you know, if I was just not be anonymous. So I walk over and I try to be real casual. So I was like, um, are you talking about the very viral Elf on the Shelf post? And she's like, yeah. And she's like, did you read it? And I'm like, well, I believe the blog is called People I Want to Punch in the Throat. And she's like, no, it's face. And I was like, mm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's the throat. I'm pretty sure if you just Google people I want to punch in the throat, it'll just pop right up for you. I'm pretty sure. And she was like, and I'm pretty sure it's the face. And, oh you know, and I'm like, oh. And so I'm trying to You're like. You're like, breathing. Mm. Yes, exactly. And I was like, <laughs> no, I, I'm, 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 I'm absolutely positive. It's called People I Want to Punch in the Throat. And you're one of them. Well, she's like, do you read that blog? Are you a fan or something? And I said, well, actually, um, 
I wrote it. I wrote that blog. I wrote people I want to punch in the throat. I wrote the elf on the shelf post. I wrote it. It was me. I wrote it. And, and she looks me up and down. You know that like real condescending, like, you know, mean girl movie mm-hmm. look kind of thing. Just looks me up and down and was like, impossible. You're not that funny. Oh, <laughs> wow. She's awfully sure of herself. Right? So I was like, we'll just wait till tomorrow. So that day I wrote about this incident happening <laughs> and she immediately like calls me. She's like, oh, shit, it is you. And I was like, I told you. Uh-huh. And now like we are great friends, but it just cracked me up. She's like, you're not that funny. I was like, oh, well, just not in person. <laughs> I promise you. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you a spinoff of the story that happened in my life. It's actually because of you, which I'm sure there are a lot of them. Okay. It's long, long time ago. I have this friend named Karen, and every year she has a Christmas party, and she invites all the girlfriends that she's collected in all facets of her life, and a lot of us don't know each other, and it's always fun, and it's a gift exchange. And when your number comes up, she has something that she wants you to say to the crowd. And a couple of years before the one I want to tell you about, and it was, tell your most embarrassing story. And it's literally one of the inspirations of this podcast. And so I just died. And so I was so excited to go to the party the next year. And the next year, she said... <laughs> Tell the story about people you want to punch in the throat. And I was like, what? (laughs) Um, (laughs) But so many of us got like stuff off of our chest and it was so much fun. I mean, it was it was so much fun. My story was I was in the drop off line at school. Or no, the pickup line. So we're sitting there and we're sitting there. And it's one of those things where if you don't get there early, you don't get a spot for your car and you're way out on the road and your kids are little and you don't want to walk in out there and whatever, blah, blah. So I'm pretty early and I'm sitting there. I'm just looking at my phone, whatever. This girl that my fourth grader has, has gone to school with for several years comes up to me and I'm sitting in my car and I haven't seen her lately. We used to chat when the kids were in kindergarten and we had to stand outside and wait for him. And she goes, hi, I haven't seen you in a while. When are we going to get that weight off of you? And I was like, <gasps> what? <laughs> and it was because she was selling the pink drink, which I did not buy. Oh, but, um, I would be like, can you just go stand in front of my car real quick? Oops, uh-huh. it went into drive. <laughs> my bad. Yeah, so I did want to punch her in the throat. So that was my story. And all of my loyal ladies who had told me their most embarrassing stories the year before were like, oh my gosh, what is she talking about? Blah, blah, blah. It was, it was so cathartic. Like <laughs> so my my jaw is on the ground right now. Like, can you? Oh my. I know. Oh, I, like, like you're I don't think she sells pink, pink drink anymore. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I'm hot right now. Thank you. She would get it like with both barrels. No, 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 no. Mm -mm, That's not mm -mm, okay, mm -mm. lady. Mm -mm. There is a better way. (laughs) I know. Exactly. I'm like, her marketing skills have got to improve or she's going to go hungry. She won't need pink drink. (laughs) Right. You're going to starve. It's fine. Uh (laughs) Oh, when are we going to get that weight off you? Oh, I will never, ever forget that. Never. I would have just been like rolling up the windows. (laughs) Finger to the window. Just be like, bye. Uh Goodbye. (laughs) Good talking to you. Oh, my gosh. I don't even remember what I did. I I, I had a conversation with her after that because I'm a peacekeeper. I'm like, I'm not going to make a big deal of this. I'm just going to tell this story for from, you know, the next 20 years. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm deleting you from my life. Thank you. Just lost 128 pounds. It was you. Bye. (laughs) Not from the pink drink. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That is crazy. Yeah, totally bonkers. And uh, all my girls who had 
had people they wanted to punch in the throat were had my back so so good it was great yeah. I, I loved it so that party was so much fun so thank you <laughs> I mean, there's no way that was anything but inspired by you. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Uh, So now here we are all these years later talking to each other. That's really exciting. Okay. Tell me about your high school story that you have about prom. Oh, that one's sad. Mm -hmm. Okay. So here's the thing. So, so many of my stories, like I think you have to look back over time and they're funny now. They were sad at the time, but now they're funny. Being able to laugh at yourself is a life skill we're trying to promote. So it's okay. (laughs) Exactly. Sometimes I'll tell some of these stories and people will be like, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, no, it's okay. We're supposed to laugh now. It's fine. Like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So this is one of those stories. So back in high school, I had moved to a new town and I didn't really know a lot of people. And I kind of got this group of friends and I felt like I should go to prom. Everyone's like, oh, prom is such a thing. It's a rite of passage, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, all right, I guess I should go to prom. And so I kind of looked around and there was this boy who you know, I had a crush on him. I thought he was cute. I thought he was fun. And I thought, oh, I'd like to go to prom with him. And I I just will ask people, you know, like I wasn't going to wait around and like hope he asked me. So I was like, I'm going to ask him to prom. Like, what's the Mm -hmm. worst he could say? No. Well, guess what he said? He said, no. Mm. And I was like, oh, no. I'm like, that's not how it works in all the rom-coms. Like, you're supposed Mm -hmm. to say it. Wrong answer. Dang it. So I was like, okay, that's fine. So he's like, yeah, no, I really like, I kind of want to ask somebody else. And so, and I just haven't had a chance to ask her yet. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. I mean, whatever. That's awesome. So cool. Have a great time. (laughs) And I just like left. Right. And I was like, we need any help. Let me know. And so he asked this girl to prom and maybe like a week before prom. In those days, my mom had a really cool convertible car and everybody knew she had this car and it was a very unique, amazing convertible car. And to, like I could, was not allowed to drive this car kind of thing. <laughs> and the week before prom, he called my house and I answered the phone and I was like, oh, hi. And in my mind, I'm thinking like, oh, it's happening. That girl dumped him. <laughs> you know? or, or he dumped her because he realized I'm the one. These see that this is like a common fantasy I have. So I'm just sort of like, I'm the one. And so I was like, hey, what's up? You know, and he's like, hey, is your mom there? And I was like, my mom? I was like, you don't have to ask my mom if you can take me to prom. You can just ask me, you know? And so I was like, (laughs) sure, hang on a second. So I give my mom the phone. And my mom, like, I could just remember seeing her face. Like, she's listening, listening, listening. Her jaw drops open. And she was like, absolutely not. And then she just hung up the phone. And I was like, "What? what just happened? And my mom was like, he called and asked if he could borrow my car to take the other girl to prom. And I was like, what? <laughs> so she's, like, she's like, the balls on that kid, you know? Jen, you dodged a bullet. This kid is clearly delusional. <laughs> she's like, how dare he? You know, I am offended, you know? And so we just have always laughed about that. We've always just been like, that dude. Like, like we always say, like, to have the balls of that guy <laughs> to be like, right. you know? I know what I'm going to do. You know? I'm going to uh-huh, call that yeah. girl who I rejected. I'm going to ask her mom, <laughs> can I borrow her super hot car and take my other girl to prom in it? Like, <laughs> There's so many leaps that he had to take that include self-confidence that he had no right having. 
That's so crazy. <laughs> like, let us all have half of that confidence in our lives when we walk into yeah. a situation. Yeah. You know? Like, crazy. I mean, he was like, what's the worst could happen? She could say no. So I'm sure he was like, cool, cool, cool. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, your mom gave him a little dose of his own medicine. <laughs> she did. I love it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so crazy. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. That kind of story. Yes. Yes. It's like, if you're still hurting over that, we won't talk about it. But if you're ready to laugh at it, bring it on. <laughs> yeah, but so many people be like, I'm so sorry he did that. And I'm like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> he's, he's living his life. I'm living mine. He's it's, fine. <laughs> it's like one of our favorite family stories. Oh, yeah. Let us all have his confidence. Oh, gosh. He inspired us all. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Okay, now talk to me a little bit about your name. Are you Jennifer or are you Jen on your birth certificate? <laughs> I am Jenny with an adorable eye. On my birth certificate. Oh, wow. Your mom's creative to boot. She drives a cool car and gives cool names. Right? I know. Well, I think my parents, you know, it's like Jennifer is only the most popular name for, what, 20 years. I think you can't, <laughs> you know, swing a dead cat. Like, there'll be nursing homes that'll just be for Jens. Like, there'll be so <laughs> yeah. many of us. They'll be like, this is where all the Jennifers live. You know, all the Stephanies are next the Heathers door. are over here. Yeah. My parents were like, we wanted to give you a unique name. And I'm like, so you picked the most popular name that was the most popular name for 20 years, but you just put an eye on it? Like, what? So yeah, that's what they did. And then I feel like they kind of like cursed me that, you know, like you went to med school, like you're Joanne. Like that's like, you yeah. could be Joe, you could be Anne, you could be Annie, but no, you'd never come in like to a doctor's office, like, doctor's office and then just be like, I'm Jenny, I'm Dr. Jenny, and I'm here to take care of you. Like no <laughs> one's going to, no one's going to trust gonna that take woman. take you seriously. Yeah. <laughs> no. They ruined my whole chance of med school, so I couldn't do it. Dang it. it. You, another bullet you dodged, by the way. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that was it. When I went after college, I decided to shorten it to Jen. So that's kind of how you know how people know me. So if they call me Jenny, they've known me pre-age 18. And then and then when I got to college, though, I mean, I went to a very small college. There was only like, I think, 1,500 kids or something. But there were like four Jennifers on my in my dorm on my Rather. hall. And they'd all been there before me. They were older than me. And so there was like, you know, Jen S, Jen, Jennifer K, you know, like, and so when I got there, they were like, Jen man, that's your name. And so for all four years, it was all one name, just Jen man. Hey, Jen man, what's going on? Hey, Jen man, where are you going? So so that's just my name. As a side note, when I was really little, I had a best friend named Joe and his name was Joe Mansfield. Hi, Joe Mansfield. If you're, I, I completely lost track of him, but so they called us Joanne and Joe Man. <laughs> so you could have been the third. It would have been so Joanne, Joe Man, and Jen Man. <laughs> oh my anyway, gosh. Oh, so cute. I get a lot of messages from people, and I had like a Facebook Messenger message one day, and this woman's like, "Oh, hey, I just read your story about Beyonce," and she's like, "You know," and I was, "I'm so glad you wrote it," and. I had written a story about Beyonce when she gave birth and I had talked about like NICU babies and stuff because I had a NICU baby mm-hmm. and it was like this, it was actually kind of like a serious post and I actually got yeah. like a lot of hate from people over it. And so I was just like, oh, wow, you read the Beyonce post and you liked it? You know what? And so <laughs> she's like, yeah, it was hilarious. And I was like, oh. the post about NICU babies? Like what? <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm sorry, what, which Beyonce post did you read? She's like, you know, your Beyonce post. And I even just went out today and bought a, a metal chicken. And I was like, oh, the giant metal chicken Beyonce. And she was like, yeah. 
And I said, oh, yeah, so that's not me. That's Jenny Lawson. Jenny Lawson <laughs> writes the blog S and, and she wrote the giant metal chicken. And she uh, was like, oh, you're not the blog S? You're not Jenny Lawson? And I was like, no, I'm not. And, and so she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I got confused. She's like, that's right. You wrote Bitter is the New Black. I love that too. She's like, that was a great book. I really loved it. And I laughed so hard. And I think you're so funny. And I follow you on social media. And you and your husband and all your dogs, you know, you guys are so funny. And I was like, that's Jen Lancaster. And again, oh she's lovely and I love her to death, but that's not me, you know? <laughs> and so she was like, oh, she's like, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. I know who you are. You're the lady who does the cake wrecks, who does the really funny cakes that turn out bad. And then I was like, nope, that is another Jen. And you're right. She does cake wrecks, but I'm not Jen from cake wrecks. And so, oh my so I was like, would you like a hint who I am? You know? And she was like, no, she's like, no, 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 no. I got it. You write fiction, good in bed. And I was like, that is Jennifer Weiner. And so I was like, I am none of these Jens. And so she's like, but your name is Jen, right? And I was like, yes, my name is Jen. And so she's like, okay, I'm sorry. Give me a hint. Yeah. Tell me who you are. And I was like, I'm Jen Man. I wrote people I want to punch in the throat. And she goes back and she goes, oh, oh, you're people I want to punch in the throat. Oh, yeah, you. Oh, you're my favorite. Oh, I love <laughs> you. And I was like, you're very kind, but we. it was nice chatting. Like, we Weird. should probably part ways. I was like, I want your favorite. Get my mail. <laughs> yeah. oh, like, I get everybody else's fan mail. This sucks. <laughs> oh. I was like, you guys have really nice fans out there. They really like you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I figured out recently why actors give themselves different names. I mean, I, I, I guess there are a lot of reasons, but one of the reasons is because if you register with SAG, you have to have a unique name, like a unique brand kind of a thing. So uh -huh. then people are like, oh, if there's already a Jen Smith, I have to do a different name, you know, so then they right. get, get all creative. So what would your SAG name be, do you think? Like, what's your dream name? Oh, I've never, this, I don't think I was prepared for this question. Hold on. No, I'm just like throwing it out there. I don't have yeah. an answer for it either. So if you happen to have one, like let's just put it in your pipe and smoke it for a sec. Let's see what you come up right? with. Right. Let me think about this. It definitely would not be Jen because um, mm -hmm. like I think there's a lot of us. I, and I would it. love to do like a one name thing, like a share. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> like a Madonna. Like uh-huh. The Rock. Like, I don't know. I knew a girl when I was young named Electra. And I always thought, thank Ooh. God I didn't get named Electra because there's no way I could live up to that. But she's like gorgeous model material. I'm like, such a good name for her. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the question. Like, do you live up to the name? Like, if you gave a baby the name Electra, she has right. no choice but to live up to. You know, if, would she still be the same if you named her, like, you know, Debbie? Like, yeah. would she be the same person? Totally so, I true. Don't know. And like what the pressure of giving somebody a name like Harmony or – Harmony. Know. I have a good friend named Harmony and she is – she She's she seriously up to harmonious. It. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I would want something edgy. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I would want an X in there somehow. Yeah, Zeus, I was thinking. like, But it can't be Zeus because that's taken. But something like that with an X or a Z or yeah. – Or a Z. Yeah. Something that you have to really like <sighs> – like you really got to like – pronounce it. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I heard a story by the gal who came up with Spanx and I don't remember her name at the, off the top of my head, but she said the reason, one of the reasons she called it Spanx is because she did some research and like names that have end in the X sound mm -hmm. are unforgettable. So it has to be like, maybe your name could be Jinx or something like that. <laughs> Jinx. I like that. <laughs> I could either be a stripper or a writer. How'd nobody knows. <laughs> J 
Jinxy when I'm feeling frisky. If we're good friends, you can call me Jinxy. Otherwise, it's just Jinx. <laughs> but then I'd have, but then I'd go to Starbucks and somebody would spell it with a K, and then I'd be mad. You'd be like, that is not my intention. <laughs> J I N X, like it's supposed to be spelled. Well, when I was a kid, I always wanted to have like, remember that TV show like Sisters, where they all had like strong boy names, but they were women. Yes. Like Teddy and, you know, kind of wanted to be like Sam. Like I wished my mom had named mm. me Samantha so I could be mm-hmm. Sam. Like I yes. did kind of want that for a long time. So I think, yeah, something like that where you're just sort of like, it's like short and sweet, but it also sounds like I could punch Strong. you in the throat. Yeah, yeah, totally. Tell me what you're excited about. Tell me the most recent exciting thing in your life and what you're looking forward to. Well, I think right now the most exciting thing is the fact that I finally have a copy of Midlife Bites in my hand. I have been working on this book for over two years and trying to write it during a lockdown in a worldwide pandemic and to be funny and all that kind of stuff was tough, but I'm Mm -hmm. so glad it's here. And then just this week, I just got back. I had my first ever destination book signing in Las Vegas where I had invited my readers to come to Las Vegas and hang out and have a party there. Oh, and fun. that was super fun. So I had been looking forward to that, but that happened. So now it's I don't know. Gone. I am looking forward though to getting back out on the road. I do love going out and meeting my readers, and I'm hoping that you know this spring I can get back out and meet a lot of them and have some fun with them. But that's probably most what I'm looking forward to. Okay, what is the best way for people to make sure they know where and when you're going to be? The best way is probably to subscribe to my newsletter, which you can find on my website, which is genmanwrites.com. It's Jen with one N and man with two Ns. And you can also follow me. I'm on all the social medias and you can find me usually either through Jen Man or people I want to punch in the throat. Awesome. I will link to every single one of those in the show notes. So you guys, if you go to fancyfreepodcast.com slash episode one, three, seven, then you can find all the places to find Jen. Okay, if you could define, besides the title, what people take away from your your most recent book, what would it be? I think what you'll take away from Midlife Bites is that what you're feeling is completely normal, and you are not the only person feeling this way. I've received so many messages lately from women who have just finished reading it who are sort of like, I didn't realize that this was the book I needed to read. Because I think that a lot of us don't identify a a female midlife crisis is so different than like a male midlife crisis, you know, and we're going through so many hormonal changes and we're going through so many physical changes. I think everyone's sort of like, is this normal? I started a private Facebook group when I first wrote the blog post and we have like 28,000 women in there now. Oh, amazing. You know, and it's constant, you know, is this normal? How do I find friends? You know, what what am I doing with my life? What's my purpose? I mean, I just had a woman this morning email me and she said, I I read your book and I realized that my problem was that I had I don't have a purpose. And so she's like, So I'm starting a podcast and I'm gonna talk about finding my purpose on my podcast. And I was like, Oh my god, wow. that's amazing. The book can help you feel like you're less alone, but it can also empower you to make changes. I'm going to give one listener a free copy of the book, and I'm going to buy it from a local bookstore here in Missoula, Montana. So listeners, you have a shot to win Jen's book, Midlife Bites, if you go to fancyfreepodcast.com and join the Fancy Free Tribe newsletter. I promise I'm so lazy, I hardly ever send newsletters out, so you definitely won't get spammed by me March 1st. I will let you know who the winner is of this book. So I'm excited about that. And I will send them a uh, signed book plate that they can put in it. Woo! 
Oh, that's so exciting. Yippee. Thank you. That's awesome. Woohoo. Well, Jen, you are truly just a hoot. (laughs) I have just loved talking to you. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. Well, I appreciate you having me. It means a lot. I appreciate that you guys are all helping me spread the word and, you know, introducing your audience to me. I'm just so grateful for all of you. Oh my gosh, you guys, that was so much fun. Remember to follow the show wherever you're listening right now so that new episodes pop into your feed each week. If you have a story to tell, email me at notfancy at fancyfreepodcast.com. And if you want more connection, laughter, and sharing, join the Fancy Free Facebook group. I'd also love it if you tell at least one friend about the show this week. If this show makes you feel less alone or makes you laugh, then share it because we would love to get into more listeners' ears. Also, if you use your code FANCYFREE at checkout at Shelfie Shop, you will get free shipping. Just to remind you, if you like to rip your bra off at the end of the day, but you need a little bit of support and coverage and like really, really cozy loungewear and pajamas, check out Shelfie Shop. It's made just for you at S-H-E-L-F-I-E-S-H-O-P-P-E.com. Have a wonderful week and remember, no one is as fancy as they look.